Adam Claplin joins us now from the NFL and Eagles Insider for Sirius XM and Fox Sports Radio. You can also hear him on the Inside the Birds podcast. The great guest to have on today because obviously with the head coach hire of Shane Steichen. Let's go over his, what you think of him personally as a, a coordinator and a coach. How much input did he have on the development and obvious success of Jalen Hurts? Yeah, so guys, here's what happened with Shane Steichen. So let's just take the lineage here. So surprisingly, Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Chargers when he took over in 2020, decided he did not want to keep Shane Steichen. And so Nick Sirianni hires him. Shane and and Nick are very close. They worked together for years with the Chargers. And midway through the 21 season, Steichen took over the play calling. Uh, Nick handed it over. They got off to a slow start. I think they might have been 2-5, and something like that, before midseason. Steichen did a great job. He really did. Because, um, it, it, look, he, I think Nick, as a rookie head coach, had to figure out what was going on on both sides of the football. And he did a great job of, of handing the, job, the, the, the play calling over. We, we know that Steichen said he's going to take over the play calling in, in the beginning, and we'll see if he keeps it. But I thought Shane really showed a lot of leadership. I know talking with people from the Eagles, I think he's really smart. Uh, one of the teams that spoke to him said he had, uh, in terms of the – interview process said he's got great energy and passion for the job I, I i liked his opening press conference he showed some humility and 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 some humanness i thought it was great but in the end guys you never know about a head coach until you have adversity so we're not going to really know how good of a coach he is until he has some you saw how great of a job frank wright did over the first three years in terms of dealing with getting off to bad starts and getting things turned around that's really the mark of a good head coach of, of when he could th- t- turn things around when things were not good. Hey, Adam, is, is Steichen the type of a coach that tinkers with plays that work, I mean, to add different dimensions, a la Andy Reid? Are we going to see a similar offense with the Colts here that we saw in the last couple of years with Philly? Well, here's what I will say, and I know, Nick, I, I, I know that Sirianni and Steichen knew this when they came to Philly. They have this belief, as you brought up Andy Reid, this is brought in from my my friend Joe Banner. It seems very simple, but Joe explained it to me when we work at ESPN together. If you go back to the 60s, teams that throw more in the first half over time will win majority of their games. That's just the way it is. And ironically, what did Shane Steichen say? We're going to throw to score. That means early. Run to win late. You have to get a lead, and that's where Jonathan Taylor comes in. Yeah. Now, as he also said in his press conference, there are exceptions for everything. The Eagles set a team record against Green Bay. I don't have the numbers in front of me. They... They just got off to this crazy start, and Green Bay decided they didn't want to tackle anyone. They ran for around 370 yards, which is ridiculous. Right. But that's really not what the Eagles wanted to do come in the game. It's just the it was it worked. So coaches will tell you when you ask why did you do it. Well, it worked. We stuck with it. Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. It wasn't their plan to run the football as much as they did, but they couldn't throw the ball downfield, so they 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 looked to do something else. They ran the football. Yeah, Adam Kaplan is our guest, and and the Eagles have, as you know, I mean, you 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 see that team every single week during the regular season. Adam, they have a ton of weapons on their offense. Six Pro Bowlers on that side of the ball, including their, you know, two best wide receivers, uh, their center, their star quarterback. How much of the Eagles' success on offense should be attributed to Steichen as the maestro, the guy calling the plays? Very big. In fact, what you're going to see, uh, I'm pretty certain of this, just based on the play calling and knowing kind of people work with them. When they throw, you're going to see what we call shot plays, downfield throws to Michael Pittman in particular. And then also depending on what they do during the draft, because Paris Campbell, his contract's up. We don't know if they're going to bring him back, and they're, they're, they don't have very good depth, so they're going to have to do something. Right. Pierce can do it, 
but he's more of an intermediate receiver. They need they need speed at receiver. If they could get speed, you're gonna you're gonna see a downfield passing game. You might you know I wouldn't I wouldn't really point to the Eagles with this because their backs didn't really catch the ball that much, although Kenny Gainwell did. Jonathan Taylor will definitely catch the ball this offense. He's just a better pass catcher than the Eagles' backs. But in the end, this is going to be more of a passing offense with the run mixed in. It's not like they're going to ignore Jonathan Taylor. They won't. In fact, as I pointed out, there will be some times where they run the ball a lot more than you expected just because the the game presented itself. That's what coaches will tell you, that wasn't necessarily the the way they wanted to do it, but it it worked so well, and the team had a light box, and they ran the football. That's called good coaching. That's what what you do to adjust. And the other thing is, obviously, they have to. The, the Colts have to dress their offensive line. They have some issues they have to take care of. Good offensive line, but not great. So that also play into it about game flow and, and so forth. Adam, what, what kinds of subtle changes did you see in the Eagles' offense the last two years as Steichen continued to adapt the offense to Jalen Hurts and his strengths? How, how did you see the play calling and just the overall scheme continue to evolve and adapt? Well, they had to change it completely because this is not what they planned. In fact, when this staff took over, they were under the impression that Carson Wentz would be the quarterback. Now, Wentz wanted out. Weeks later, the Eagles felt that they couldn't go forward with Wentz because it just was going to be bad. And Wentz, as you know, went to Indian, and unfortunately that didn't work out. But in the end, they had a guy who could run the ball and he could pass the ball. And Hurts, as you saw how well he passed in the Super Bowl. So that, in fact, I remember... Sirianni, he had not really coached a running quarterback before, so they had to kind of figure it out with the RPO system, how that would work. And it worked great, and give Steichen credit. I mean, he really did a phenomenal job of adjusting. to the st- Good coaching is not trying to shoehorn what you want to do. It's what your quarterback can do. That's called coaching. And I, I have to give Steichen tremendous credit. Uh, he'll bring in some coaches that I know for a fact that he knows that he's worked with before. We'll see if he wants to keep Bubba Ventrone as terrific as a special teams coach and some other assistants. But I'm looking forward to his aggressiveness. He's a very aggressive play caller. And, and I like that he said some stuff he does on gut, not on the, by the sheet. Because you have to go by game flow. You could talk about analytics all you want, and by, by trade, I'm, I'm more into analytics than most people. But football's not baseball. It, you have to go by game flow and what's going on. And that's I mentioned that Green Bay game when they ran all over the, the, the Packers. That's not really what they want to do every game. They didn't really have the backs to do it. But don't for, also forget, folks, this is not a shot at the Colts. The Eagles have the best offensive line, and that kind of helps. Yeah, for sure, and they showed that. We're talking to Adam Kaplan, NFL and Eagles insider, Sirius XM Radio and Fox Sports Radio. Also hear him on the Inside the Birds podcast. Did you foresee this success this year? I know Steichen had a big part in that with the offense, but Sirianni year two. But was it when they when you guys acquired A.J. Brown, was it like, hey, we got a chance to run this thing? Because I personally didn't see him getting the double-digit wins that they did. How about you? Yeah, when I – when I looked at this, you know, I give, you know, I cover all 32 teams, not one, but I do win ranges for every team. Mm-hmm. I had 12 to 14 wins for this team. Why? Because the roster was the best of the National Football League, and that proved to be correct. It, look, it, not that it's ever easy, but it makes it easier. When you add A.J. Brown, you talk about the differences. Well, they added him. No more Zach Ertz. He was traded to the Cardinals the previous season midway, around November of 21. Dallas Goddard became one of the best tight ends of the National Football League. Well, that that helps. I mean, that, that, now Chris Bow, the GM, is, he's got a charge on his hands here. He's got to add talent. They got a lot of tight ends, but no one who dom- can dominate the football. Uh, they need to help their receiver group out. Pittman needs to get the ball more. He's a really good football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got to look at the, they, they've got to look at the right guard position. Uh, they, they left guard is, is uh, 
Ryman going to be good enough? I know Chris thinks he is, but we'll have to see if the head coach thinks so. So this is where the the the, uh, the relationship between the, the head coach and the GM is very very important. And, and real quick, they we, they did uh, you know I guess the owner did mention a little bit of uh, the Alabama kid is what he said up there when it comes. Yeah. Think of Steichen with a young quarterback. If the Colts do, do decide to obviously go with the quarterback at pick number four as of right now, how is Steichen in the relationship with the young quarterback? Just in your eyes, you've seen him a few years. Very well. Did a great job with Jalen Hurts. He really did. Uh, and by the way, that's the thing with Bryce Young. And I know Bauer was joking, and I, I know Chris a little bit, so I thought that was funny. But what he's talk, what, what he's not going to say, but I could tell you, Bryce Young is gifted as he is. He's got a very slight build. He's not very tall. There's going to be some teams that are very worried about his physical stature. That that's going to be a factor, and that could be not just the, the Colts. I mean, again, he, he, we don't know exactly what Chris meant, but I know how some teams see him. Bryce Young is the best quarterback in terms of talent. But you're worried about the body type, and C.J. Stroud obviously is a guy that a lot of people like who should go in the top, the upper half of the draft, maybe top ten. But we'll see what happens. Final thing from me, Adam, and I want to double back to something that you alluded to a little bit in passing, talking about uh, the identity of a Shane Steichen offense, right, where you, you pass to score points and you run to win, primarily going to be a passing team. But you're not going to forget all about Jonathan Taylor, and no, nor, nor do we. I mean, the guy led the NFL in rushing by a wide margin just about 18 months ago. And uh, you've, you've got some very salvageable pieces along that offensive line. And uh, the Eagles racking up over 5,000 yards rushing in the last two seasons, leading the NFL in that category. How do you see the marriage of the schematics of the running game and the creativity in the run game with Jonathan Taylor, with Shane Steichen now taking over this offense? Yeah, and understand, guys, look at ball control. Look at the way that the Eagles t- – you mentioned the, the amount of yards um, – running the football, of course, mm-hmm. Hertz was their lead back. Starts with Hertz. That won't happen, obviously, in Indy, no matter who they draft. It'll start, their run game will start with Jonathan Taylor. But they're not going to be running the ball. This is not going to be a 1990s, 1990s offense. I know that Shane is very close to North Turner. That was a big mentor of his. Well, you know, the, the Cowboys, believe it or not, as much as everyone points to Emmett Smith, they were a team that would come out throwing the football, not, not running as much, get a lead, and then pound it. And it makes it look like it's balanced. It's just that's that's a misnomer about today's NFL. They think, well, if you look at the final numbers, wow, they 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 ran it twenty five, they ran it twenty times through at seventeen. That's balanced. Yeah. Well, did you look at the first half pass numbers? It's probably skewed the other way. So I don't think that's uh, based on what I know about Shane. He worked in Philly. No team is more forward thinking than the Eagles. That's been since nineteen ninety four, since Joe Banner came in and, and Jeffrey Lurie, and I. It, but, again, they're not going to ignore Jonathan Taylor. He'll still wind up with 18 to, carry, 18 to 20 carries a game, as long as they're not behind. But I would expect Shane to be held at his word. They're probably going to come out throwing more than they're running it. That's the way you win, not week to week. That's the way you win long term in the National Football League. That's Adam Kaplan, NFL insider, also an Eagles insider, too. You can hear him on the Inside the Birds podcast covering the entire league. Adam, appreciate your help. Can't wait to see what Shane Steichen brings to the table. Thanks for giving us a little peek into what the future holds for these Colts fans. Looking forward to going to training camp, guys. Thank you.